Hey everyone, this is a midday snack attack. Okay. Um, I just want to tell you about my standpoint on confidence and standpoint on taking initiative, taking action. There is no better time than now. Think about it. You're stuck at home doing nothing. Okay. And by nothing, I literally mean everything that you need in your home, you have. You have quick access to the restrooms. You have quick access to your kitchen. You can make food, quick access to um, your bed if you need a midday nap. If you have a work function or, you know, you work for a corporation that is allowing you to still perform your your duties and responsibilities in a home-based environment by telecommuting, awesome. If you have sick days piled up that you decide to enact now, great. But recognize, I want you to understand this early on, like you should have known it two weeks ago, that when we get out of being grounded by the government, okay, everybody is at an equal playing field, okay? What you do in this incubation period moving forward will truly say a lot about you. This is a time where I am going lean. I'm going more lean than I ever have been in my life. Eight months ago, I was in an extremely lean life situation, okay? I started from, I got down to ground zero and had everything stripped from me, either voluntarily or involuntarily. And when I bounced back in my own observation, the own isolation that I end up putting myself in, when I came back, I was a better version of Kiwi than I was prior to that. And now I'm getting yet another shakedown of leanness by the universe or the government, China, whatever it is, whoever started it, thank you. Thank you for giving the world an opportunity to try again to get it right, okay? This is like a warning call for all ARC builders, okay? If you have an ARC that you need to build, you heard the message from the man. He told you what to do. You have to follow instructions. Follow instructions by staying your ass in the house and keeping out of groups of people. There are now a handful of people in my life that I've just had to literally just cut off. Like, I can't hang out with you in the real world because you don't know how to act in a quarantine world. You, you, you out here going to pool parties? You out here having sleepovers? Were you and your ghetto-ass little friends? Come on. Come on. You out of sciences, you don't work for the CDC. You don't know nothing about mitochondrial mutation. Most people with a 
basic level of understanding of science and how germs spread, got the message that coronavirus might as well, to me, I'm putting coronavirus in the same category as STDs. I can't see it. And the only way for me to know if you are um, free and clear of, okay, I need you to get tested because I can't see if you have it or not. I live in South Florida. Everybody looks like they have a fever or cold sweats on any given day. It's hot. It's humid. People are sweaty beasts. But no, 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 no. Did you know the safest kind of sex is not having sex at all? Coronavirus might as well be an STD. I won't be taking no parts in the transmission of that. Hell to the no. Absolutely not. Not happening. Quarantine, people quarantine. It's a great thing. So what are some other ways I'm going lean? All right. So I've evaluated a lot of the relationships that I have in my life. Romantic relationships. Nope, not essential. You got to go. You do not do well under stress and you do not partake in any physical fitness. You got to go. Next. What's up? Friends. Y'all weren't calling me before, so don't call me now. Other than, you know, people that are essential. If we have a pattern of speaking and catching up, that's cool. But if we don't, I mean, if I caught you riding down the street, you know, and you ran out of gas during the apocalypse when everybody's evacuating and taking that one last trip west, by the way, my westwardly living friends in Texas and California, send me your coordinates in case I have to make a last-ditch dying effort out there to you uh, just to get away from whatever it is invisible that we are fighting and cannot see. I'm going to come to your cribs, okay? Just send me your coordinates. You know who you are. It's dangerous. People out here still going to pool parties, still going to clubs. Like, come on now. Still drinking. If you had a drinking problem before, you definitely got a drinking problem now. I don't want no parts of bad behavior. I'm not even saying that I'm condemning that type of behavior, but that does not fit in with my day-to-day structure and how I live my life. Like, I'm not going to backslide into having a drinking habit or a drug habit. Just because the world is shut down and I'm stuck inside with my bad influence, ghetto ass friends, you need some new friends. Like really at the end of the day, you just probably just need to do some inwardly reflection. Like these people are probably not essential and they're not resourceful and they do not promote the succession of your DNA during apocalyptic period. This is the pre-apocalyptic trials and only essential people will survive. This is the real life Noah's Ark out here. Real life. And the government is watching you. All you people who 
who don't know how to follow instructions, they're watching you. And they're probably going to classify what type of uh, rule breaking you're doing while they're saying keep socially isolated. I mean, for me, at least, they watching anyway. So it really doesn't matter if you post what you're doing or not. They know. Okay. I am right now, like literally just keeping my body in tip top shape. That's all I can do. I've always had a very strong mind in the last year or two. It's probably taken like a slight left turn, but it's still pretty, pretty strong, you know, but I I can be extreme. I can acknowledge that I have an extreme um, scale of train of thought. It's either zero or it's a hundred. Not necessarily bipolar, but you know you're going to get one of two responses out of me. So I'm consistently inconsistent in the level of extreme hypothesis and, you know, tangents that I could possibly go off on. But keep, keep that germ away from me. Now would also be a really good time to do some, uh, you know, basic research of your city. What what are the new construction projects around you? What is your mayor doing? Look into these people. Like, they're up to something. So don't stay blind and out of the focus. Don't just watch the news for what Channel 6 and Channel 9 and CNN and MSNBC, Fox, all these outlets. Don't simply pay attention to them. Go see your local city and state leaders. What are they up to? I'm telling you, it's the power of the dollar. And those with the most coins will prevail. Essential people only. Listen, there sh- you should not complain anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to be done with a whole type of people. When we get out of quarantine, if you are a person that is still producing excuses for why you haven't, why you won't, why you can't start something that is important to you, I don't want to hear it. You have got to find the quickest way off the stage. I have no time for you. No time for excuses. We are an incubation. If you want to create an account to do this and to do that, you want to start this, you want to start that, now is the time to do your research. There are 24 hours in a day, and you have access to every single second of your time because you're at home, safe and secure. Spend your time wisely in whatever it is you do. You have to constantly be learning. You have to constantly build your strength. And you have to consciously be wise of how you spend your resources. The three things you can never get back. Time, money, and gas. Let that sink in. You have one life to live. And if you are so fortunate to wake up every single day, 
You're going to have time. As we know of, there's no such thing as time travel yet. But, you know, we're low on the total pole. Last to know. You cannot get money back. You can replace it. You can go get another job. You can do a quick little flip. But you cannot get back the dollars that you have already spent. And you cannot get back gas. You can replace it, but it's a non-renewable resource. Once it's used, it's gone. So be wise. You have to have practice. You have to have graduated or received a certification to move on in the next phase of life. And I I hope you make it. I really do. But at the same time, I don't have any real expectation. I'm not betting on anyone to actually make it except for me because... It might turn into a situation where it's each man for themselves. And if it is, then, I mean, I got a couple siblings. I have my parents. got my grandparents. I don't foresee turning my back on them unless they catch the virus. Then they ask, got to go outside, okay? Kendra, you cannot be infecting the rest of the house. Go outside and wait for 48 hours. If you don't turn into a zombie, we'll keep you for an additional 16 hours for further evaluation. And if you pass, I'll let you back in. But no, absolutely not. So people, please just stay where you are, okay? Stop touching each other. No hugging, no kissing. I know you probably got a ride or die, but now it's not. It, no, there is no such thing. I'm not ride or dying for nothing except for Jesus and my mama. That's it. I came out of her womb. She's the only person in this world that I'm a ride or die for. Okay? But even then, my mama probably just going to have to die first because she lived a longer life than me. And we played this game one time called What If? And in the scenario where you got a 40-something, a 70-something-year-old, a 20-something-year-old, and a 5-year-old, who has to die on the raft first? Well, it depends on how essential of a person you are. Are you a doctor? Are you a scientist? Do you know how to make stuff explode? Can you... Can you Uh, manufacture a radio signal, okay? Are you a botanist? Can you tell me if this is poison ivy or not? Because I really don't remember. Is this berry edible, okay? I don't really need somebody who's in tune with an astrology map because honestly, I don't really care if mercury is in retrograde or not. A pat, no, no. My co-star and my pattern has nothing to do with the survival of my DNA during an apocalypse. So that is a non-essential personnel. You can exit. Find the nearest door. Don't let the knob hit you on the way out. But, I mean, my mom would just go because she can't run. She can keep up. But if she sprained her ankle, 
mom, catch up to us. We're going to set the rendezvous. I got to go. I got to go. Ask your husband to carry you. I'm going to try a little bit. But if the zombies catch up too close to us, you're just going to have to take one for the team. And it's been nice knowing you. I love you so much. I'll see you on the other side. Okay? (laughs) But I'm not getting ate up for nobody. Nobody. So that's why it's important for you to get your apocalyptic training right now. Get a head start. Get a head start. I've inspired so many people across the tower for me. I've seen people out there already, you know, working out, doing burpees, jumps, and lunges. Like, they're, it's starting. So just lead by example. And everybody will be all right. Because I want everybody to survive. At least that's, you know, the good moral character in me says that. But as we know, look, there's a show on YouTube. Uh, I reckon I just finished the season. It's called Pandemic. And essentially it takes place in Atlanta. And somebody from the CDC or whatnot comes in and says, you know, we found patient zero. Can you go... Uh, you know, arrest this person, X, Y, Z, they go arrest the person. He just looks God awful, nose and mouth all blistered up, yellow pus, like he's got the worst acne you've ever seen. And he's coughing up blood. So he runs out, run past, you know, all the cops and their PPE, blah, blah, blah. And they take him to the hospital. So within the city, the CDC, the CDC decides to lock down the city. What does that mean? These jokers went and got uh, shipping containers, 16-foot six shipping containers, and stacked them up and barricaded in this particular city in Atlanta. Like, it was a township. They locked everybody down. Nobody in and out. Okay, they got police on one side, everybody inside, you know, the city, this is the quarantine area. The likelihood of you getting sick in this area is very high, considering patient zero, one, two, and three were here. And it is also in the zone of the hospital. So they're in there, there's uproar, they did a drop ship of food, you know, through the helicopter or whatever, and the police are passing it out. And the freaking mafia show up, okay? We got a real-life street gang. They come, they take all the food, you know, they straight punk the police. They took all the food. They overhauled a convenience store, and this is where they shut up shop. So if anybody wanted to come get an MRE of food, they would have been going down to the checkpoint and been receiving one from the police, But now you got these busters that came and robbed the MRE packets and they're selling them for like $100 a piece. Talk about a tragedy. That is a freaking militia. And my apocalyptic training would tell me to just sit. If I were locked up in there, I wouldn't be first to go rob the police. I would more so sit back and wait until the militia got a little weak. And then, you know, I would make sure I would maintain peace amongst the citizens. And I would be the team captain. 
And when the moment was right to strike and the militia was weak, I would go in with my SEAL team and we'd take over and then we'd be the new rulers. But we would do it so diplomatically. It would be so peaceful. It would be like the freaking savior of the city. Okay? I would have 100% of the people's vote. That's what I would do in that situation. But man, shit got real there. They were testing on mice. And then I got to see a little bit of how they do this animal testing. You know, he's uh, making all these different variations of a serum that could be the cure. And he's injecting them into the mice. And they're having everything from seizures to bleeding out of their eyeballs. And then, like, some of them are just melting. It was just freaking weird. I'm like, damn. They actually breed mice for this very thing. I mean, mice don't really, at least the white ones, the lab rats, to some degree, they don't really, like, do much for the ecosystem. Um... The white ones specifically, and I understand that they're bred specifically for that, but that's that is torture. That is so cruel. It doesn't matter really how big or small a thing is, it still has feelings. And that's sad that we do that to animals, but somebody's got to do it. Would you rather them do it on a lab rat or on a human? You have to pick one. It can't be like, oh, well, you know. A rat doesn't contribute as much to society as a human does. Well, that's not necessarily true because obviously we're able to test our vaccines on them. But that just gets into a whole class of morality. For instance, the whole morality thing, like with the artificial intelligence. So there was a documentary, I want to say it was on National Geographic. I watched it on my flight from London, so it was aired on Norwegian Air, and the episode talked about the year one million, I think that was the title, year million, where um, artificial intelligent robots lived side by side with humans, so they had this experts panel, you know, everybody's giving their own variation of the interview on the same questions, and one of them said, If we make AI able to live alongside humans, then we have to give the AI rights because it's artificial intelligence, but we have taught it how to have empathy like a human. So if you unjustly go up to a freaking AI and you do a nutcracker on its neck, like you just straight body slam it and it's freaking hardware and screens are just jambled up instead of it being an injury of scraped skin and blood. It's an injury of like equivalent to you dropping your iPhone. That shit, you got to take it to Apple care. You have to pay for that. Like you cost injury. The robot at this point knows that what you did to it was morally incorrect. You're not supposed to harm another thing. And you could go to jail. You could go to jail for smashing a robot. Oh my goodness. That's what they were saying can happen in the year 1 million. Whenever AI robots come out living alongside of us, 
be careful if you lose your temper with them, okay? And then they could read body language. They can read your body temperature. So pretty much it is the police of the world. If they're going to freaking RFID chip everybody and doing all these body, body temperature scans like they're doing currently in uh, freaking Hong Kong, then it's just really a lost cause at this point. <laughs> but hopefully, I'm, I'm really hoping that it doesn't turn into that. I believe that this is just one big experiment about how to control people. And this is the gateway to observing how easily we are able to uniform ourselves to the rules, really. For every sci-fi show you've ever seen of people living in isolation and like just going to work, not talking to each other, everybody's got their own cubicle, we're all wearing these freaking futuristic ass uniforms with easy boots, like, Come on. That is what the picture of the world is low-key painting to me. And if it's not, then it's just an excellent time to start recycling and thinking green. Like, we don't have to go extreme to thinking, um, you know, artificial robots and virtual reality. We can just say Earth Day. Everybody, when you get up out of this house, you better not drop a single freaking cup. No goddamn cigarette buds are allowed on the ground. No littering in the ocean. Think about, man, if the shore waters are clearing up, I I can't wait to see the outcome of how the water in the ocean is repairing itself from the lack of people peeing in the water, no chemical runoffs. Like, everybody just rest. This is, think of this as one really, 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 really long Sunday. It's a really long Sunday. Sunday is the day of rest. Just sit down. Do nothing but do something at the same time. We're repairing a lot of broken systems and processes. The water is repairing itself. The air is repairing itself. At one point in time, they said it was a hole being burned in the ozone layer. Okay, well, that is doing some repair. But what is also happening, there is also a significant portion of the people in the world who are not repairing. They're just contributing more to unsafe living practices. You know, you got a few people around here screaming YOLO. Sex is just sex and I'm just going to have it because why not? I could die tomorrow. What? Sit your goofy ass down. Just, no. No, 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 no. First of all, you are crossed off the list of anybody that I would speak to ever again because that was dumb. That was dumb, okay? Sit down. Now is not the time to be doing that because why? Babies get you killed in the apocalypse. Let one of them babies cry. One of the killers is coming. You done for. Unless you use the baby as a... Um, distraction to loop around the south side and then bink them all over the head with your backs, don't. There's just no reason to have a baby during the freaking apocalypse. 
keep that sperm away from me. No, sir. No. So back to recycling. Reduce, reuse, recycle. All this beautiful sunlight that we get here in South Florida, there needs to be no freaking lights on in the house whatsoever. If you want to keep it cool, set the air to a decent temperature and utilize your blinds. You can let light in without having to have your blinds open at 100%, okay? Turn it down to 70. When it gets dark at night, Light a candle, set the mood. If you light a candle, let an incense open up the air so whatever bad energy can escape the room and just lay back, stay hydrated. There's no reason to not consume eight glasses of water in a day at minimum, right? When you are in the work environment, you could never drink eight ounces a day, eight glasses of water a day because why? You have to frequently get up and go use the restroom. Once you start taking in water and hydrating and clearing out your system, that all those toxins are just going to run right through you. So you got to go to the restroom quite often. That'll be the only really time that you would be needing to, you know, have a stockpile of toilet paper is if you're planning to detox. And if you're detoxing right, you're going to be on that toilet pretty frequently. And lucky for me, the occupancy in my house is one, so I don't have to share a toilet seat with nobody. With nobody. If I come to your house and I use your restroom, I'm either popping a squat or if, it, if I really got to go, I'm going to just go home. Because there is nothing, you could not pay me to sit on someone else's toilet seat. I'm just too freaking germaware. I'm not using restrooms in public unless it's a dire emergency. I will wait until I get home, okay? Straight up, simple. I'm not saying you're nasty, but I'm saying that we're just two different bodies. And I don't want any cross-contamination and nothing. I like my the pH of my body. And I want to keep it that way. I, I want to protect it. I want to put myself in the right positions with... Uh, you know, avoiding situations that you can naturally avoid and be prepared at all times. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready, okay? That's all I'm saying. Mind your business, drink your water, get your fitness together, and start all the projects that you need to start because there's no time better than now, all right? Do not associate yourself with me if you're full of excuses. Even in this quarantine, I could be doing a whole lot more. I could be. I could be doing a whole lot more. But I don't need to do more. I just need to do better. And maximize everything here it is that I have. So I've got plenty of books. I've got plenty of notes to read and write and just things to do like I'm good guys I'm good I'm making it quite okay in the apocalypse so far quarantine for me day one no work not stressing not stressing God is good and I don't care what you have to say about it okay so go to the drawing board do some analysis do some observation, and I'll check in with you later, okay? Best of luck. 
Bye-bye.